The Colorado Business Roundtable unapologetically tells the story that business is a force for good in our community, featuring conversations with thought leaders from academia, business, community, and government. Welcome to A Seat at the Table with Debbie Brown. Hi, welcome to this episode of A Seat at the Table with Debbie Brown, brought to you by Colorado Business Roundtable. And today's guest is the president of Peak Benefits, Brian Perry. Welcome to today's show, Brian. Thanks, Debbie. Appreciate it. Glad to have you on. You know, I've been a big fan of your work and what you're doing to really um, stir up some conversations about healthcare plans. But before we jump into that, tell, tell us more about you, how you ended up as president of Peak Benefits. It's an interesting story. We, uh, I got started in this business in 1999, uh, selling key man insurance and individual health insurance policies. It grew from there to, uh, I think about, uh, 2003. I got my first, uh, small group. Uh, they're still with us, uh, which I'm very proud of. And, uh, it started moving into the, the, to the group benefits, uh, you know, market about, uh, like I said, about 2003. By about 2010, I realized that something was really broken. Uh, because we were consistently seeing, you know, six to 12% increases. Uh, my clients were having more and more problems being able to afford premiums. Uh, and my clients' employees were getting higher and higher deductibles and out of pocket costs. And so we really uh, went down a different path. We decided to get kind of uh, explore different ways of, of, of providing benefits that, uh, you know, I think are, are significantly better. And, uh, uh, we've certainly uh, learned a lot in the last, call it 12 years. Uh, to where we've got some plans now that are uh, uh, getting national recognition. So we're very proud of of the effect we're having not only on our clients, but on our clients' employees as well. And Brian, we really can reconnected several years ago when a lot of there was a lot of talk, particularly around healthcare reform, public option, some things going on at the legislature. And I remember bringing you into some of those conversations because you had a different point of view in terms of how to fix potentially, you know, an incredibly complicated system. And I don't know that I can articulate it. It's one of the reasons I wanted to have you on the podcast, (laughs) because to me, sometimes disruption brings opportunity. We've seen that with COVID in terms of lots of different kinds of systems. But tell me more, what's at the heart of what you're trying to do within the healthcare system? Well, you know, it's a, it's, 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 you're right. It is a complex topic, but from a high level, you know, we, we, we don't like to use the term disruption because it sounds kind of negative. But if you think about it, when we disrupt things, we make them cheaper and better. And that's what I believe our health plans do is, is not only are they significantly less expensive, but they're significantly better in terms of health outcomes, in terms of uh, cost, in terms of out of, uh, out of pocket costs for employees. And so, you know, that, that is really the key to disrupting the marketplace is making sure that it's better and cheaper, not just one or the other. Essentially, what we always do is create win-win-wins, right? We want to win for the employer group. We want to win for the employee and we want to win for the provider. And, and it's relatively easy to do once you understand that there's a, there is a marketplace for healthcare. Uh, that marketplace exists uh, in the same way that Every other marketplace exists. Uh, you know, when you bring a buyer of, of a service together with a seller of the service, uh, they achieve a free market price. And unfortunately, what's happened, uh, over the past, you know, 30, probably 30, 40 years of healthcare is that we've evolved to a place where there's no more free market. And reintroducing that free market is really key to what we do. And I'll just interrupt too. I've experienced that myself where I remember asking the doctor, you know, how much are these shots for my kids? And he didn't know. Um, you know, or being in the ER with my son, 
you know, at a time that was very scary and nobody knew <laughs> what it was going to cost. No, and so no. even like asking as a consumer, like, how do I, how do I even know how to make decisions? Uh, uh, you know, on, on healthcare, it's, it's sort of like the secret box, so to it, speak. It is definitely a secret box. And that secret box is, is full of armies of consultants, uh, CPAs, MBAs that are all, uh, you know, whose full-time job it is to maximize revenue off of employer-sponsored healthcare plans. And so, uh, what, you know, while the employer has very little information, the marketplace has all the information and they maximize it because nobody knows what's going on. And so, you know, introducing that free market principle is crucially important. And it's it's a lot easier than you might think, for sure. Well, and I've never really heard beyond knowing you and what you do. I've never heard people actually say those words together, free markets, which which to some degree, I think is becoming you know, it's the the culture is changing so much. I think some people misunderstand the, those words, but free market with healthcare, you know, um, seems like an odd combination. Right, and it it is a funny thing. I think I think a lot of people have the mistaken belief that uh, what's going on right now is a free market, and and the fact of the matter is, uh, you know, if we want to change the system, we've got to re-engineer it as a free market and not as a government-controlled entity or even a. A, a corporate controlled entity. It's got to get back to a place where provider and consumer uh, work together to achieve the best outcomes. So if I were an employer and you know Cobert, and it's it's great to welcome your company also as, a, as an official partner for Colorado Business Roundtable. And of course, we represent employers from academia, business, community, and government, um, and also believe you know in pro-business principles and policies here in the state. But if the employers listening to this are thinking, okay, what I don't really get it. Why is this different? Is there kind of an easy way that you can explain how you would talk to employers? Right. It's incredibly easy, mostly because of the uh, the wrath of vendors that are coming down the market uh, to try and fill this void. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people around the country that are a lot of companies around the country, I should say, that are uh, doing more and more of these types of things. And, and the marketplace is following those employers. So there are things like you know, apps where you can push a button and that that app will work directly with the provider to get to the best price. Uh, we have all sorts of, of, of tools that, you know, will help us achieve the best price and get the best quality. That's that's a really important component of what we do is is seek high, really high quality providers, hospitals, that sort of. Thing. And so it, it, what I would say to really answer your question, Debbie, is that it's not very much different than what you're doing now. Uh, if you're working with a, you know, a, a traditional health insurance carrier, for example, it's really almost the exact same. There's just a couple more steps and tools that, that employees and employers have to control cost. And so it, it, it sounds very difficult because people don't understand the marketplace, but, uh, th- this, this, you know, free market healthcare, uh, market, if you will, is, is doing a great job of, filling the gaps and making it easier on employers, their leadership teams and employees. And if you talk about saving money, what's your, you know, are you talking a couple percentage points? Are you talking something more substantial? You know, what, what are, what are you talking about? That, that's a great question. And really what we see, I have groups, uh, one group uh, that is paying the exact same amount in healthcare that they did in 2008. So you can imagine that's 14 years of trend down the drain. So, you know, ask any CFO of any company, would they rather be paying 2008 prices for their healthcare? And they, when we talk uh, percentages, it's not a five, 10%. It's not a small number. It can be up to 60% uh, 
of what they're spending now. Uh, it's really pretty incredible what we're able to do. And sometimes, Debbie, you know, when I talk to employers, I feel like a snake oil salesman. But then I have to remind myself, you know, that, 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 that there are dozens, uh, perhaps hundreds and maybe even thousands of examples of, you know, forward thinking companies around the country who are doing uh, using these types of strategies. So it, it can absolutely be done. That's a fact. And and it's just a matter of kind of uh, changing your mindset a little bit about how you provide health care to your employees. What do you think the future is for healthcare? If you were to think about, you know, the current situation is so fluid, but where do you see it 10 years from now, 20 years from now, in terms of maybe technological changes, inflation, you know, additional pressures on companies and, and their employees? Well, I think that there are there are enough disruptors, uh, you know, like myself, a couple of others in this marketplace around the country. You know, I think we're going to start rattling some cages and the marketplace is going to have to adjust. I think that um, uh, people are going to start uh, really asking some very hard questions. Uh, you know, it's it's I wake up every day with the knowledge of, you know, what these free market solutions can bring to the table. And, you know, it, it really powers my day uh, because it's such a huge problem uh, for the, you know, mostly the American middle class, but certainly uh, employer groups as well. When we talk about the future, you know, I, I think it's really important that we, we as free market thinkers and business leaders get this thing fixed so that the government doesn't take it over. Because, you know, it, it's on an unsustainable path. There's no question about that. And so it's really incumbent upon, you know, the consumers of healthcare, the business leaders, uh, to fix this. Well, and I think we've seen that over the years, the government is slowly taking it over, you know, and they're promising cheaper, faster, better. They're promising, you know, all the things, rainbows, unicorns, you know, for a government program. Mm -hmm. And I sort of look at, uh, you know, like the post office as an example of, you know, gosh, I don't want my healthcare run by, by something that's at, uh, you know, that, that isn't innovative and, and thriving, but um, is that is that part of the the fear then that the government would eventually sort of keep chipping into the system and, and right. create something that's not competitive at all? I think I think most of the problem that we that we see uh, in today's marketplace is caused by some sort of regulation. You know, everything from you know employer sponsored healthcare right from the beginning back in World War II. Um, and, and you know, I could definitely go on on, on that topic. But at, at the end of the day. What we know is that, you know, the, that this is a very solvable problem and it's solvable in a way that really makes things better. Uh, we just have to keep educating business leaders about how to do it. I think if we get to that place where, you know, business leaders really understand that they need to control this cost in the same way they control the rest of their costs and their on their P&L. We, this is a very fixable problem. One of the things, and, and just to wrap us up, Brian, that we work on, you know, long term policies. <clears throat> that not only affect employers, but affect Colorado, Colorado's economic climate. What would be your greatest challenge, I think, either for your company or for the industry or that you think that Colorado Business Roundtable could perhaps partner with you and, and move the needle a little bit? Well, I think, you know, this, these kind of things are very helpful. Anytime we can have a conversation with any business leader, you know, we're very thankful because it always even if they decide not to do business with us for whatever reason, it, it, it's eye-opening for them. And I, I, we definitely, uh, uh, we can see the, the, the effect we're having in the marketplace. And it's kind of like a throwing a rock into a pond. You know, you can see the ripple effect of some of the things we're doing uh, around the marketplace. So I'm very proud of that. You know, like I said, just keep having conversations and keep learning because, you know, when you ask about the biggest challenge, the biggest challenge we face is that there is a zeitgeist, an overall prevailing thought 
that the way it is now is a free market. And the way it is now is kind of something that we just have to accept. Rising cost of healthcare has gotten so ingrained in business leaders' minds uh, that they just don't really think about it very much. And we need business leaders to really step to the plate and say, you know, we are going to take a harder look at where, where these dollars are going and really have an understanding of where the spend is and uh, see what we can do better for our employees and for our company. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, um, Brian, for joining us today. It's been Brian Perry with Peak Benefits, the president of the company. And uh, Brian, I'm honored to have you on. I always think my biggest um, healthcare strategy is don't get sick. That's my strategy. Don't get sick. Don't go to the doctor. <laughs> Which as I get older is really not proving to be a very it's good strategy. Harder, harder for all of us. That's for sure. So I really appreciate so, you having me on today, Debbie. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. And thanks everyone for joining us. This has been A Seat at the Table with Debbie Brown brought to you by Colorado Business Roundtable. A Seat at the Table with Debbie Brown is a production of the Colorado Business Roundtable. You can find this episode, a listing of our upcoming events, and more information about our organization at cobrt.com.